Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. For the Steakhouse. You're about to experience the fastest two hours in radio history. With Stig Shapiro. I was voted with Andy Spring third place to out of the year. Sandra Golden. I walk in there and I'm like, I have a rock. And this is it. Rusty Menzel. That's a mama loves you game. That's only people watching that is your mom. And Drew Butler. When I grow up, I want to be Mike Bell. Give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. It's the Steakhouse. Brought to you by John Foy and Associates. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Happy Wednesday, Atlanta. It is the Steakhouse here on Sports Radio 929 The Game. Mark Zeno for Steak Shapiro alongside the man, the myth, the legend, Rusty Mansell on the most important day of Rusty Mansell's life. Oh, man. Signing day. Ooh. I mean, it's Christmas right around the corner, but, you know, this is Christmas for you. Ooh, I'll tell you, about the way my phone's acting right now, I, mean, I don't know this. Look, I'm so excited. I, I, I would imagine if I hung out with Mel Kuyper on draft day, this is what it would look like is what you, what you are on, on National Signing Day. This is year four. 15 for me, National yeah. Signing Days. And there's been some wild ones, but uh, this one's yeah, – I kind of woke up this morning. I woke up at 4, started looking at my phone, and really around 5. What recruits of people are texting you at 4 a.m. and tell them they signed? Who the hell is up at 4 a.m.? Uh, let me tell you something. There's a lot of decisions made. That is a, like, that, that, that is a, a committed of, decision when you get up at 4 a.m. to decide you want to go to a school. A lot of decisions are made late and early. Yeah, well, that's true. Get yeah, to get back as Yogi Berra said, it's getting late early out here. Yep. Um, uh, okay. And by the way, I, I will tell the audience this because I told you before the show. If you needed to like step out to go handle some business, very well could have to. You have to step out and handle some business because your very business well is more important than this business, calls. which is also my business, but not your business. So there is that. All right, we got a lot to get to today uh, here on the Steakhouse. Uh, it's great to be with you. I always love yeah, catching man. up. Um, you always have a million and one stories that I was not aware existed, which are awesome. One of these days, I'm gonna write a book. Yeah, but I'm gonna tell you this: 100%. I'm gonna be out of business. When I write well, a yeah, I think you probably need. <laughs> I'm gonna to, you know. be. I'm gonna be at. Uh, I'm gonna be on about living by Sandy now, at Lake Oconee. But, uh-huh. uh, I've got a lot of you need witness protection. Never mind that. <laughs> With some of the got stuff some stories, you told me. man. I got some stories, man. <laughs> we'll share those one day, but uh, today we're not. I mean, it's right up there with the release of the Kennedy assassination, as Rusty Mansell's <laughs> book, as far as the stuff Ooh, that we need to make sure wee. the rest of the world isn't around for. Mm. All right, we got a lot to do again. Uh, We're going to hear from Arthur Blank, uh, who spoke to the media yesterday. That's coming up in a little more than 15 minutes. Rusty Rocks today, too. We're going to do abbreviated, but I'm going to – listen, Steak is probably listening somewhere, and if I don't do some form of Rusty Rocks, at some point Steak is going to publicly shame me, so i got to do something. I think you'll be okay with what we've got. I went somewhere this weekend. I want to talk about that experience, that concert I went to, and environment, a couple songs from that, and – if it makes you feel any better, Steak has absolutely no hesitation about publicly shaming me. So he gets on you, man. Yeah, well, I th- he, he, you know what I tell him? You Take know a number, pal. Yeah, he, he, I mean, listen, I know he likes you, but man, he <laughs> Steak gets his money worth from the Zeno conversation. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, like is a relative term, you know. <laughs> like, like, you know, he, what do you think he, he's doing this morning? I hope he's relaxing, not listening to the he's damn radio. Re- he's not relaxing. He's probably, dude, eating, that, he's, that, pro- he's probably eating some sort of breakfast sandwich somewhere. He is definitely eating a breakfast Which sandwich. Really, probably I could, getting a little spin class this I could, morning. I could go for a breakfast sandwich. Yep, a little spin class. I'm a little hungry. All kids right. are home. Yeah. He's probably like. What is it with Georgia and these kids getting out of school so damn early? My kids are off today. My this, Today, my, my eight-year-old is her last day, so it's a little bit later. What? But I don't understand. What, 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 you'll have to explain. We've got to get to the night here in a second, yeah. but I, 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 this still blows my mind. Like, my kids have off more time than school it's amazing how Dude, they learn anything. I know. Like, you that, don't need a full week at Thanksgiving. You start, they don't need three weeks at Christmas. Three weeks, dude. It's so, insane. I don't know college breaks out of that long. I know. 
Like, put these kids in school. Don't these administrators understand? Oh, they do understand. No, no, no. What they don't understand <laughs> is that when you take a kid out of school and parents work, you create more headaches. Like, school is free daycare. They should be there <laughs> learning something. But in, in reality, in my world, it's like, just watch my kids for eight hours. I saw most of the teachers at the liquor store this week. That tells you what's well, I would that's, celebrating the, the break. Listen, every year I had a tradition. When I go pick up the kids at the after-school program, the, the nice teachers, the, the ladies were there, I, I brought, brought them liquor every single year. Yeah, as a absolutely. I walk in there and say, thank you for watching my irrelevant, disrespectful, maniacal children. <laughs> every single day, go get drunk on me. With that, let's do the 9 at 9. Time to build the foundation of today's show with the top nine at nine. 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 On the Steakhouse. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. I mean, there's no better phrase than go get drunk on me. You know, like, it's just, you know. Dude. That's, Make, that's makes everything feel better. No Let's just go get drunk on me. I'm going to do it. Put some drinks on me. Uh, Falcons fans will be drinking uh, quite heavily over the holidays. But we get the announcement yesterday that Taylor Heineke is going to start at quarterback at no big surprise there. Obviously, uh, it leaked out yesterday. We knew that Desmond Ritter was getting benched. Yep. Um, look, I I think that when we, we, we look at this whole thing, I, I keep telling people, don't expect some sort of rise in high-level quarterback play. That, that, that's not going to happen because um, Taylor Heineke isn't necessarily an upgrade in any major size, way, shape, or form, other than if you don't turn the ball over, you have a better chance of winning the damn football game. He, he, he was a Band-Aid that didn't work. Well, Again. You know, you put a Band-Aid on, it rolls up. Yeah. That's what they tried to do with Heineken. It, it just it, it, So, I mean, there, there is that. I can't wait to talk about the Falcons in a little while. We, we I'm, are. I'm, we, I'm yeah, we're going to hear from Arthur Blank, and it's, you know. We'll pace myself uh, on this one. I, I mean, they need to change the – Mr. Blank needs to change the script a little bit at some point in time because hearing right, the he, same he, comments he, he over and over. some things. Uh, all right. Hawks play the Rockets tonight as they kick off yet another road trip. Um, hey, in case you haven't – Hawks have lost six of their last eight on the road. Had a lot of buzz. A lot of buzz in the building. Yeah. Um, Not. Rockets are eleven and one at home this year. They're really good. And you know this? They have they haven't allowed more than a hundred. They've only allowed more than one hundred and six points at home just once this year. What? Like, what's the line on that? Three and a half. I mean, mm. I I, I mm. now I will say this much: something scared the hell out of me because the Rockets are ten one and one against the number at home. The Hawks have failed to cover seven of their last eight on the road, and yet this number is dropping. That's what you call reverse line movement. It, those buildings in Vegas are big built, for a are reason. Built because yeah, they but know see, it's my like it's this. my job to sniff stuff out that's like right, that you and sniff go. It out, uh, that's sniff a flag it there. Sniff it out. What I may do is just take a Hawks team total under because, you know, if the Rockets defense is as good as we think it is, then we should be good there. But uh, that game will be on tonight. Of course, seven thirty pregame, eight o'clock tip. Hawks and Rockets. Trey Young has been amazing as of late. Four straight games with at least thirty and eleven. Uh, John Morant makes his return to the NBA last night. How about that? Yeah. Um, it's funny because the Grizzlies were getting smoked in the first half of that game and then came back and won on a last-second bucket by John Morant. So welcome back to the NBA after being suspended for 25 games for being a dumb Yep. You wonder, you wonder You wonder where he is, like, mentally now. And when you, when you go through something like that, you tend to believe it's going to teach you a few things or we're going to be sitting here in April and it has another issue. Because I mean, he is ultra, ultra talented. Can I? Can we make the argument that if the first brandishing of the gun and the warning didn't shake you up, and then the second brandishing that you did, you know, and then get yeah, I mean, like you, you would hope that the NBA you, said, "Look, dude, you're, you're on real thin ice. Yeah, you're on real thin ice. Like if you want to have a job here anymore, yes, yeah, you, you want to play in line. Europe or you want to play here? Yeah, real thin ice." 
Uh, Aaron Rodgers concedes he won't play in 24. Duh. No uh, I told us yesterday the Pat McAfee show, Jets were eliminated from playoff contention. Also says, however, 2024 won't be his last season. I believe that, but also I believe that he was not going to play this year. I don't care if they're well, 16 and 1. No, I mean, I think it, I, I genuinely believe if they had a, a, a legitimate chance to, or were already in playoff, like, you know, like, not just to come back and sneak in as the as the the, the last wild card seed. I yeah. felt like if they had some measure of momentum heading into the postseason, he yeah. might have come back uh, from Achilles uh, that quick. I mean, I gotta tell you, I remember covering the Ravens when Terrell Suggs came back from an Achilles in like six or seven months, and yeah. the world was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, you know, I mean, it's insane what these guys can do at this point in time. Uh, and anybody who's ever had surgery, who's tried to recover from it, when you realize how much. Physical therapy you have to I do, and then you and then you actually think about what athletes have to do to get back. Yes. That was, they're doing PT like six, seven hours a day. Somebody told me Achilles surgery and total knee replacement are absolute nightmare recoveries. recoveries. Yeah, absolutely. National signing day today. Of course, we'll take a deep dive coming up at the tailgate uh, at nine forty. So, uh, of course, we have the best person in the house to do so here with Rusty Manzel. Um, Georgia leads the country right now. Georgia Tech, 44th, 7th in the ACC. Um, Ohio State, Bama, Florida State, Texas ran out of top five. No surprises there. Um, but is Florida State going to, to feel any fallout here? If they lose K.J. Bolden today, who's the number one player in the state of Georgia, who has been committed since August the 5th, it's, it's, it's going to be not a good day for Florida State. How did Miami sneak into the top ten? That's unexpected, no? You ever heard of NIL? Well, yeah, I guess no. <laughs> Yeah. Stupid question. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. Smart answer. I, I just, I mean, you know, how since NIL's been around the last two years, has Miami been in the top ten both years? They've been. They have definitely seen an uptick in their recruiting rankings. I guess they got a little money down there. In I guess South the Beach. weather's been a little better the last couple of years in South Beach. Yeah, there is that. Yeah. The problem with Miami is they've got. If they ever get a product, bad on coach, the, bad quarterback. Oh, sorry. If they ever get a product <laughs> on the field to start winning, they're going to be hell to deal with. The problem is, too, their stadium's 45 minutes north. They can't get students to even go there. They can't get students to go to the game. I mean, their environments yeah. are just not great. Yeah. You know, it's South Beach. It's the number one place in America for high school athletes. South Florida is dudes. Yeah. They, and they can't put it together for whatever reason. That's crazy. Georgia adds wide receiver London Humphreys uh, from the transporter from Vanderbilt. Yep. 24-7 sports rates him as the number one wide receiver available. 10-10-700 guy. Uh, big-time, big-time baseball. Dual sport athlete. Really? Carved up Georgia in that game. Is he going to play baseball at Georgia, too? He's not going to play baseball at Georgia, but I'll tell you this. Uh, he torched Georgia for oh. a touchdown by, by about the second play of the game. And then he goes for 100 against Missouri, 100 against Wake yeah. Forest. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it take had to last long. Uh, you are London Humphrey's agent right now. You tell him to play football or baseball? Uh, Shohei Otani just signed a $700 million deal. Well, there's only one of those. So. <laughs> I, I get that. But even if you sign like a bad deal, that's only $200 million. Here's what I've learned with athletes. He ain't making $200 million in the NFL. Here's what I've learned with athletes. There's a there's a spot in their heart, and whatever they desire, you can't overcome that. True, if, if that's not the question I asked you. I don't know. I can't answer for him. I, I, if you're his agent, what are you advising him to do? Well, it's according if you think the NFL is a better than getting to the majors. Because the majors, you start in the minors and all that stuff. Yeah, but if you're good, you're good. He's I a mean, good baseball player. I, I, but I, I, what I, position I does he play? He's a wide receiver. No, I'm, I'm baseball. Uh, I knew he was a wide receiver. Shortstop short, short okay. and center field. I Thank think. you. Shortstop <laughs> and center field. Sorry. 
I knew but, he played but, I, don't I don't know. Think, I don't think he has the ceiling. I'm just saying he's a really good dual sport athlete at a high school, and and, and that's what Georgia's getting in him. And, well, the, and I'm telling you, I, I got data. Those two sport athletes, those are the kids that produce. I really, hundred percent tell you the two sport. Does it athletes, matter the sport? No. So whether it's even if it's track and field and football or what you're doing, you're giving your muscles time off, relax. All these people that are you know specializing in one sport. There's NFL data. If you want to get your kid to those sports, they're just saying multiple sports. Those kids are producing. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's it. My kids are playing two sports. I remember Trevor Lawrence was playing basketball and he dunked on a kid in summer league. The next time he came down, a couple of kids cheap shouted him. His dad said, "You're done." But he wanted to play. He wanted to play. He he was dying to play two sports. He was a great basketball player. Wow. But when you dunk on a kid in summer league and then the next time you come down, they cheap shot you. Yeah, you, you're done with basketball. Well, yeah. See, again, that's a Rusty Mansell story. You wouldn't have gotten anywhere else. All right, coming up next, Arthur Blank. What did he say yesterday about the future of his head coach? You'll hear it right here. It's the Steakhouse Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929thegame.com, the Odyssey app. Steakhouse. Make some damn noise. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Welcome back to the Steakhouse here on Sports Radio 929 The Game. Mark Zimmer for Steak Shapiro alongside Rusty Manziel on his Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, <laughs> aka National Signing Ooh. Day. And a busy day. You guys gotta just to peel back the curtains here, you gotta see, you gotta see Manziel. You know, the, the phone lights up and his hands start shaking. He's got to do something. He's got to run out of the studio in a break, make a phone call. Oh, you know, man. it's it's. I actually ca- did run out just for that one. It's it's chaotic, man. Uh, listen, you do you. What you got going on today is big stuff. So yep. we'll get you updated on all that stuff coming up at the tailgate here in about 15 minutes. Yep. Yep. Uh, so stay tuned for that. The latest on National Signing Day, who Georgia has, who Georgia Tech has. Um, you know, I mean, just real quick before we get to the Falcons here and Arthur Blank, because I want to ask this on Georgia Tech. Um, and this is purely selfish from a handicapping perspective. Uh, Georgia Tech has got a ton of motivation to win this bowl game. It's been forever since they've done it. Um, but it's Gus Malzahn, John Reese Plumley, which scared the hell out of me because Georgia's de- Georgia Tech's defense is not that good. Um, yeah, yeah but, but, but Georgia Tech can win a shootout. Yeah, they can. They can win a shootout now. They can. Yep. The Bowling Green game still bothers me. That's that's null and void. Okay. So I talked to, but you know what it is? It's that seed in the back of my head that says they have a capability of playing this game. Yeah, and and you know, I would never lay points with Georgia Tech, but I would certainly take them. I'll say this, and I don't bet, but I love to follow it. I was uh, at Mercedes Benz last week for the state championships. Mm-hmm. I bumped into some people. Let's just say they're very connected to Georgia Tech, mm-hmm. and their kids are absolutely pumped about this bowl game. They're Good. pumped about going to Tampa. Yep, they're pumped about being in a, this game. And if I'm going to bet, I want a team that's going to give me their best effort. 100%. And Georgia Tech can win a shootout. Will this bowl game win uh, when we get to February and we do this again? Is it going to impact them? I mean, does it mean that much to kids? Uh, no, but what, what impacts them is today because they're telling kids, look, we already went, we already went to a bowl game our first year on a key. Right. We're, yeah. already, we're already there. Gotcha. We okay. add y'all. And we're going. We're going we're to get better each year. Yeah, yeah. We're, going, we're going to bigger bowl yes, next year. Bigger. You got to be no Gasparilla. Able to, you can say all you want about hey things are doing this, but kids aren't dumb, and they're like, you know what, Georgia Tech hasn't been a bowl game since 2018. Mm. Now 
That's over. My kids would have an argument that kids aren't dumb. My, my, mom, my kids would have a serious <laughs> argument. Well, they can see. Lo- lo- I love them. They're my children, but I have to. All right, there is that. Let's move on here. All right, Falcons and Arthur Blank. Arthur Blank was on uh, Georgia Public Broadcasting yesterday uh, with Jeff Mullins from, w, uh, from Channel 11, 11 Alive, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, he's at GPB now? He's GPB now, yeah. I guess he moved. He's been, he's been all over the place. Uh, he's been there a long time, though. Sorry, Jeff. Long time. Uh, anyway. We uh, we got some hard hitting questions uh, about the future of uh, head coach Arthur Smith uh, from the owner Arthur Blank. We're committed to Coach Smith. We're uh, going to play these last three games. We play him to win them, and uh, we'll let the season play out and go from there. Obviously, this has not been the kind of year we expected. You would hear that first from Coach Smith. You'd hear it from our fans, you hear it from our players. So we understand that. We understand the challenges. So at the end of the year, we'll assess where we are and go from there. The it was that we have a, a more competitive team this year, a winning team this year. And I think that through this part of the season, it's been mixed. So we'll see how the season plays out and go from there. All right. Yeah. Tired of the can same response over and over again. You're not telling anybody anything, which is fine. You don't have to. You're the owner of the team. But, you know, at this point in time, and let me just be clear here, Rusty. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do not think Arthur Smith should be fired. I do not think he deserves to be fired. I do not think he's a bad coach. I may be the only person in Atlanta who feels this way, but you might. uh, there, there, there is enough evidence in my eyes. That uh, that he's he's done enough to garner one more year with a new quarterback. Now, who that new quarterback is? Again, I'm not saying the seat isn't warm. Okay. I'm not saying that he shouldn't be fired after next year if they don't win. I'm, not, I'm saying week one next year with a new quarterback, Arthur Smith would be my head coach if I was the owner. Okay, why are you why are you hesitating? I'm, I'm deciding. Am I going all in right now? Or am I going all in twenty minutes? Because I've got a lot of opinion on the Falcons. Well, you could you could take a dip, dip a toe if you want. So I'll I'll dip a toe. Um, my biggest concern with Arthur Smith is, and you and you know this because you watch games differently because yes. every play means something to you. Yes. When you lose close games mm-hmm. continually, mm-hmm. when you lose close games continually, that's coaching. At some point, at some point, how do you, I'll say this, to everybody. How do you coach not to turn the ball over? You got to put your listen to me now. You got to put your players in the best possible position. Now, number two, you hitched your wagon to Ritter. Okay, now that that is a macro that is a macro point of view, which is fair. Yep. And and there's an argument there yep. that it's going to strike. But <laughs> again, I'll use the Nick Saban line. I'm really good at coaching good players. Okay. Okay. You know what Desmond Ritter's not at this point? A good quarterback. So you can't coach him into being a good quarterback. And again, let's go back to the interception. He put his team and his quarterback in a position to succeed because all the guy had to do was either flip the ball out of bounds yep. or run and slide. And, and do, do, do you know what happened to his primary receiver on that play? Oh, he got blown up at the line. Yeah, but again, the, the quarter, it's week 15. He's okay. got to know. No, 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 the quarterback no, no, no. has to know we what gotta, to do. we got to get into little things. Your right guard got his ass power jacked. Yes. Which knocked the primary receiver off. Off the route, right. Then, at that point, he has to come off platform, make a throw, make a different decision. And, and, he, and, and the decision was but, terrible. Right, but the rollout was, was designed so he gave him the option to just tuck it and run yep. or be out of the pocket and throw it out. The quarterback didn't know that. And I even asked yeah. him, so I said, why doesn't he know? It's week 15. Why doesn't he know to either throw that away or yeah. just run and slide? 
And, of course, Arthur can't answer the question, yeah. but he's thinking the same thing we all are. Yeah. He should know. Yeah, but I'm going back to the, the bigger picture is your offensive line. I don't know that in the time I've watched a football game that we lost our primary route receiver because our first go- our right guard got power jacked. He got electrocuted, basically. Yeah. He got forklift. Jumpy gathers forklift. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, 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 so I'm, do, I'm doing all the scope, and I'm going to the scope. Or how good are we? Um, how good are we? I don't think you're as bad as fans want them to be. Um, you know, I, I think there are clear things that they need to address. But, again, I, I can separate quarterback play from coaching. I mean, at, at some point in time, and yet you're right, when, when coaches and quarterback are, are inexplicably linked, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how good a coach you is. your wagon. I mean, look, Brian Billick lost his job in Baltimore because he never had a quarterback that can play. You know who made the decision not to play him in preseason? Arthur Smith. Yeah, but I, I, I can't sit here and uh, – I mean why, – Why did he not play him? Why, let me ask you, why did he not play him? I, pre, games are not won and lost in preseason, but they also can tell you what he's struggling with. Okay, but but is that a me- – the, the issue for Ritter is that he hasn't progressed by week 15. He's regressed okay. everywhere. I don't think three more series in the preseason are changing that. I mean, to me, that, you know. Three, that, three series? He needed three games. Well. He needed you, three you're, halves. You're not going to play. He needed you know, three halves. I still don't believe if he played all three halves that any of that would have changed. Patrick I, I Mahomes think they knew. played in the preseason. Patrick Mahomes played in the preseason. And we're not going to play Desmond Ritter? Okay, Tom Brady never played in the preseason. I mean, we're not comparing him. I'm just saying there, there are guys who play in the preseason, guys who don't. It's it's coach dependent. I mean, I, I – that's for me. That's that. That's not anything I would hang my hat on. But all that said, again, it goes back to the the question of if I give Arthur Smith a better quarterback, and that's not an easy thing to do because no, it's not an easy the market is very slim. No. I mean, either you 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 try to grab Kirk Cousins out of Minnesota. Let, let's let's get to it because I put it on Twitter yesterday and it went. I I had to, I actually muted it because I had other things going on. <laughs> you think? And it, it went haywire. Justin Fields, in Atlanta. Pieces around him. Now, listen to me. Hear me out on this. Probably not going to be in Chicago. Right. He's not going to get a max deal from anybody. No. He's going to have to sign something yeah. at a what I would consider a bargain to prove himself. Now, let me ask you this. Justin Fields, the way he has played when he's not running for his life at times up there, we've got pieces to the puzzle. We, we drafted pieces. We drafted offensive pieces. Number two. The most important thing in this city. Let me tell you what Justin Fields would bring. Butts and seats. AIS. Ass and seats. <laughs> so you I'm want to put a B- butt, I'm more of a BIS guy. You want to put I had a softball coach. I had a college softball coach tell me one time that I said, You got are, are y'all flying out? He goes, No, we're 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 gonna be at the airport at five thirty AIS. I said, What's AIS? He goes, Ass, Ass and, and seats. seats. Um, let me uh, let, let me respond to your thing with a question. If you didn't ask the girl to the prom, why would you ask her to marry you? Well, you had a chance to draft him and you pass on him. If you didn't what like is, him then, what, 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 what if, do you like him now for? What if she's a late bloomer? What if all of a sudden she got okay. on, what if she got on Ozempic and looks a lot different? Well, listen, Ozempic <laughs> and, and an augmentation uh, are, are, is not what we've seen from Justin Fields at this point. We've seen some flashes. He's had a better year. He's had when he's healthy. Listen, if he had played like C.J. Stroud has played. 
that's a different conversation. That dude's been consistent but every single game. That's not going to be available. No, he is not going to be available. He's, he's going to be. You were talking long. about bringing a quarterback in. And well, we can't, I, we I can't think go, Kirk, we I can't. think Kirk Cousins is a better option than Justin Fields. Personally, I, I would take Kirk Cousins. I would take. I would Arthur. take Kirk Cousins. Arthur's going to have to pony up ninety mil over two years to do it, but that's neither here nor there. Does he want people in the seats or not? AIS, they're baby. done. They're done. AIS, they're done with a crowd. That crowd Sunday will look like Westminster versus Lovett. AIS in this case could be Arthur and Shambles. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, and and and, and not a shame. I'm not saying nothing bad about Westminster Lovett because I've been that game. It's a great environment, but that's about two thousand people. You know, this is Christmas Eve. You want to see? You want to see how much your fan base looks like? Go look Sunday. You'll be there. And if that don't help you make a decision, either we need a quarterback. On the bright side, it's not going to be a lot of traffic. There's not going to be many AIS on Sunday. <laughs> I promise you. Premium parking. Oh, AIS. Man. Well, I guarantee you when Arthur Smith sits down, that's going to be a discussion. In the case of Rusty Mansell, AIS is all, all in on signing day. There you yeah, go. That's, that's coming that's up right. next I as do we do that. the tailgate. 9 o'clock hour brought to you guys by uh, brought to you by Advanced Hair Restoration One Day Treatment Life Changing Results AdvancedHair.com Tailgate coming up next It is a Steakhouse on Sports Radio 929 The Game Now back to more of the Steakhouse Cool Yes, yes, yes On Sports Radio 929 The Game It's time to tailgate Maybe tailgate Take a look around the world of college sports This is the tailgate on the Steakhouse Brought to you by all four seasons garage and entry doors Big enough to serve, small enough to care Sports Radio 92.9 The Game Welcome back to the Steakhouse Sports Radio 92.9 The Game Mark Zeno in for Steak Shapiro Alongside Rusty Mansell Who is AIS? All in on signing day I I like that uh, Yeah all in on signing day. I like that. Uh, it is the tailgate Ooh. here, so we have a lot to get to. Uh, listen, uh, I will I will let you do all the heavy lifting here, but yeah. Georgia slated at the number one class once again. Not unexpected by any stretch of the imagination, but what are we looking at here for the Bulldogs? I think you look at uh, a couple key pieces. You look at Ellis Robinson, the number one corner uh, in this class, industry-wide. ESPN has him the number one rated overall player, quarterback, running back, anything. He is a uh, six-foot-one corner from IMG Academy, already enrolled at Georgia, already had his first practice. Justin Williams, who is the number one rated inside linebacker, Georgia goes into Houston, Texas, and lands the number one linebacker in the country. All eyes at this point, Mark. It's 945. All eyes are on the state's top overall player, K.J. Bolden, who is committed to Florida State. And will he flip to Georgia at 1 o'clock today? A lot of buzz that Kirby Smart and Will Muschamp have made a major move here. Uh, I'm leaving straight here to go up there to cover it for On3.com. Um, haven't talked to KJ in the last 24 hours, so don't know 100%. But Is, is he like not the, responding? Is he being unresponsive? Just, or he, no, 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 he asked no, 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 for... No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, at this point, I'm, I'm, I'm a parent, and I'm letting that kid decide. Gotcha. You know okay. what I'm saying? You don't really... I don't want to press it. How nice of you. Dude, I've been doing this You're a long time. You're such a genuine person. I've been doing this a long time. You know how many people would still text that dude? But there's other ways to get information. It's like that guy who keeps texting the girl who does not want to answer him. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. Leave her alone, man. I'll tell you this. Um, um, as a parent, you just say, look, you put yourself in a situation. This kid's getting blown up. This kid, coaches blowing him up. Media blowing him up. I'll be there today. I'll cover it. I'll find out when everybody else finds out. You know what I mean? But – there's other ways to find out information from time to time. Well, that's money. why you're good at what you do. <laughs> I don't get paid for my writing That's skills. why you are who you are. 
I can assure you my my grammar hasn't got me to this point in my career. Well, there is that. Uh, listen. <laughs> but uh, Georgia, that. you know, currently number one for own3.com. Let's talk about Georgia Tech a little bit, a couple guys yep. I'm really familiar with. And uh, just really like, listen, with Georgia Tech, I don't really worry about the rankings because I know these kids and I know what type of people. And it centers around Aaron Philo, the quarterback out of Prince Avenue Christian. I've known Aaron since he was a ninth grader. Uh, he's a three-star. I don't even know how the hell he's a three-star. I mean, the kids won uh, two state championships. He just broke Trevor Lawrence's all-time high school uh, career passing yards. Is that good? That's uh, pretty good, especially <laughs> when you do it in three years. Especially when you do it in three years. Wow. Uh, kid's a winner, man. A hell of a get for Buster Faulkner and Brent Key at Georgia Tech. But, you know, this class for them, Jamison Riggs, big 6'5 lineman out of Hiram High School in, in Hiram, Georgia, beat Clemson on him. So, when you start winning some of those battles and those types of things, Garrett, I think you just told me they got a commit from former Georgia linebacker E.J. Leitze, a young man who was out of Fitzgerald High School. Here's the problem, Mark. He was in the deepest room in America. The deepest room in America is the inside linebacker room at Georgia. Oh, by the way, two freshmen just ran off two of the best players at Georgia. Pop Johnson, who was a two-year starter, left and Xavier Sori left to go to Arkansas. And the reason they, they want to play. The reason they play, they don't want to share snaps with freshmen. And those kids started taking snaps as the year went on and they're they're in the room every day. They're like, I'm not going to sit around here and have some 18-year-old taking some of my minutes. I can go to the NFL too. So you look at those things, it doesn't mean anything on 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 Pop Johnson. He was a two-year starter at Georgia. Wow. He got hurt against Missouri. And when you get hurt in that room, and you let C.J. Allen, a true freshman, play, and the way he played, kind of a bad, bad deal. But, look, it's going to work. He's going to Kentucky. But E.J. Leitze, going back to him, couldn't get on the field at Georgia, doesn't mean one damn thing. Jermaine Johnson couldn't get on the field at Georgia. He went to Florida State. He was a first-round draft pick. He was a first-round draft pick. You know why he couldn't play? Because he was playing behind Nolan Smith. And Nolan Smith was a first-round draft pick. So yeah, that works. Yeah. So, so when people hence the transfer portal. That's why we're here. Yeah, and and you know you hear people like, man, what the heck's going on in Athens? I tell you what, the heck's going on in Athens? Those kids are trying to get on the field. They're trying to get some snaps somewhere, because Georgia's evaluating right. They're getting good players, but everybody wants to play. You know what I'm saying? And then they right. have the they have the ability to leave, and everybody is trying to recruit Georgia's roster, because number one, they know they're good players. Number two, they know that they practice their ass off, and that's um, going to bring good value to our program. With NIL coming in, how much is that in the recruiting process now? A billion dollars. <laughs> you know, I can only really speak for the school I, that I cover and what I know. I really think Georgia's lost one player that they really, really wanted to keep to, over NIL. To NIL. Bear Alexander, he went to USC. It's a good place to go for NIL. I'll tell you this. He went to Georgia, and within about a week, he put up an Instagram video of his his new apartment in downtown L.A. I would have went with him. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, my man is living in downtown L.A. We're chain cheap. No, sir. New ride. Dude. My God. man my man went I mean, to the Pacific and got paid. I can't, I can't help but chuckle. They made a whole movie and got Shaq and Penny Hardaway to show up. So somebody could give Shaq oh, blue, a Lexus. Oh, blue, chip, blue chips. And, and they gave uh, Matt, what was it, Matt Novak? Got Matt a tractor. Nova, yeah, got a tractor. yeah. We gave a kid yeah. a tractor? Yeah. Bags of cash? Uh, you guys asked me to win, and I gave that to I you. Mean, that's NIL now. Pete Bell, man. Pete Nick, Bell, Nick, Nick Nolte. Nolte, baby. 
God. That's an IL now. You got to get your head out of the gutter, Eddie. Yeah. It wasn't a vehicle. It was a fully loaded yeah. Lexus. My man got a tractor. <laughs> yeah. Great movie. I was, it was fantastically done. I mean, Pete, Nick Nolte was actually believable as a college basketball coach. I, I think about this, too, and how comical it is. A.J. Green at the University of Georgia was a megastar. He got suspended four games for selling a jersey for $1,000. Uh, Todd Gurley got suspended for signing an autograph. So, for 2500 from a scumbag in Rome, who, and, and who, by the way, is long gone out of this state. But I'll tell you this. A.J. Green, if NIL was here when he was there, he'd make a million a year. He was the dude. He was the wide receiver. All right. What else do we have uh, signing day-wise that's of importance at this point? Well, you obviously we got Bo out there pacing the hallways, wanting to know what D.J. Lagway does, the five-star quarterback out of Texas. Does he stay with um, Florida? Florida. And then uh, Alabama, Ohio State, imagine that. Two schools are battling for a five-star defensive lineman at Buford. Edric, Edric Houston has been committed to Ohio State since, I believe, October. Took a weekend visit to Alabama. And the Crimson Tide, sounds like they've made a move. We'll find out today at 1 o'clock. That's going to be interesting. We're going to have Dylan Riola standing there who just flipped from mm-hmm. the, to, to Nebraska. Yep. Then we're going to find out if K.J. Bolden flips to Georgia. And then we're going to find out if Edric Houston flips to Alabama. So it's going to be an interesting afternoon at Buford High School. Um, I, I, I'll ask you this just because I'm curious. I mean, do, does the Dylan Riola flipping, what does it say to you? Does it say anything at all or is it just kind of – that doesn't say anything more than being at four high schools in four years to me. Right. Okay. He's got a connection to Nebraska. At the end of, of the day, at the end of the day, that was probably always in the back of his mind. Like, am I really not going to go here? Because I mean, time was ticking. Does does him playing at a high school like Buford um, prepare him better for yeah college? Oh yeah, speed of the game. And listen, now people can Georgia fans can be upset, and I, I get it. Why would they but be the, upset? But the people that I talked to at Buford told me that he handled himself. Very well. Stayed out of his – didn't want to be in the limelight, those types of things. So, the problem was he waited all the way to the end to decommit on well, Georgia. And you know, it cost him. It cost, no, listen, it cost him because they were trying to take two quarterbacks. And they told some other guys, hey, we're, we're full. And it was too late. So, that's that's where the problem comes in. But I think the, the, the worry you have is four high schools in four years. What's going on there? Is, he, is it, you know, can he handle adversity, those types of things? Well, you the path I, of playing in Nebraska is a hell of a lot cleaner than the path at Georgia. Well, true, and I would tell you and this he's much. got family ties. If he doesn't, if he doesn't want to be in the limelight, Nebraska is a good place to go, especially in January, February, March. There, there is no limelight in Nebraska. I can guarantee you that much. Snowy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen. Uh, anything else breaks throughout the day? Obviously, you yeah, guys can man, keep we'll it right here it. with Rusty, yeah, um, right here on the Steakhouse. Uh, Nine o'clock hour brought to you guys at Advanced Hair Restoration. One day treatment, life changing results. Advanced Hair. Dot com. Uh, we have a lot to do next hour. Now, you dipped a toe about 20 minutes ago in, into the, the Falcons pool that you're not happy with. Um, I will tell you that, Rusty, that the loss to the Carolina Panthers was not the worst thing that happened to the Falcons this season. But I'll tell you what it is coming up next. Mark Zeno for Steak Shapiro. Alongside Rusty Mansell, it's a steakhouse here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 92.9 The Game.com and the Odyssey app. She loves- 